Good evening. Good afternoon, sorry. Wow, I thought it was Thursday. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Always 100 Podcast live on Zoom. My name is Quinn McKenzie and today is election day. And folks, got a few more hours left. If you haven't done it, we, we all did it this morning here uh, in the great state of Maryland. Uh, cast our ballots. If y'all haven't in whatever state you're in, uh, do it. Just Just do it. Do it. What's done is done. Now we see uh, where the cards fall here. Uh, it's going to be one for the books here. No, there's no question about it. Everyone stay safe. Cast your vote. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll get this thing figured out sooner rather than later. We're on the show today, or I'm on a solo show today, to talk about week eight in 20 minutes or less in the NFL uh, enough of the pleasantries. Let's get right into it. We're starting in Baltimore. Steelers, Ravens. It was a fantastic game. The Ravens did what they were doing to the Steelers. They were up by 10. They were doing everything right. They ran for 265 yards. And then Lamar Jackson looked at everybody and said, you know what? I got this. <laughs> I, I, and no, no, he didn't get, he didn't get that in a good way two horrific interceptions the first one not as bad the the guy jumped around the first one the linebacker jumped jumps the curl route he pieces him out house call the second one was just awful i'm sorry it's 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 just it it, it was a back-breaking a spirit crushing interception on the part of lamar jackson i don't know what he saw i don't know why he threw the ball to the linebacker, but he threw it right to him. I don't know what happened. Um, despite all that, the game came down to literally the final play as um, Minka Fitzpatrick and Lamar Jackson. L Lamar Jackson literally almost decapitated Willie Sneed because he got crushed by like 44, 43 Steelers. <laughs> in the in the middle of the end zone it was a really nice throw really nice throw but uh the Steelers go to seven and0 on the year um, a fantastic team fantastic game I can't wait to watch on Thanksgiving night the only game worth watching this Thanksgiving in about four weeks on NBC Thursday night football next takeaway the Patriots and the bills. And the bottom line, I'm going to just make this short, sweet, and concise. The Patriots are awful. I keep telling you this every week. They're horrible. They can't move the ball. Their quarterback had COVID, and I'm sorry, Cam's just not played well. I, I, I don't. There's not a whole lot I could say anymore about Cam. I like Cam a lot, but um, part of this is on the coach. Part, part of this is definitely on the coach and the GM, Bill Belichick, partly because, I mean, you have dead cap everywhere. You let um, you let Tom Brady walk away, you know, for no reason at all. You let him walk away. You give him an $8 million bonus for what? You know, just to tell him, hey, we're not going to franchise you. We're going to get rid of you. You don't give them any receivers. I mean, Belichick, like this, this is on Bill this year. 
and yes, he's right. You have all you have no cap space because you're paying Tom Brady ten million dollars to go six and two and have the number two seed in the other conference. You're paying Antonio Brown ten million dollars to get activated this week and play on Sunday night football alongside Tom Brady. You pay him Gronkowski $10 million because he's in Tampa Bay too on a six and two team. This is what's wrong with the Patriots. Oh, and not to mention the fact that Belichick can't get, can't get us a a, a hit on a first round receiver. But I look at the Steelers. I I mean, they they got Smith Schuster. They got Claypool. They got Johnson. They got James Washington. Hell, Eric Ebron went to the Steelers and now knows how to catch the football. I mean, it, this this is ridiculous. The Patriots have nothing. And also, they don't draft well at all. They haven't had a Pro Bowl player. And, Bob, you're back here. They haven't had a Pro Bowl player since 2013 that they drafted. The last Pro Bowl player that the Patriots drafted was Jamie Collins in 2013. Okay, that I'm sorry, that's just not great. It, it, it's 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 not. I'm sorry. You got we 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 got to do a better job of drafting, you know. And and with Buffalo, hey, I don't think Buffalo's very good either because to 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 only to only beat the Patriots with no offense whatsoever, no receivers that are any good, no tight ends a quarterback who had COVID-19 and can't hold on to the football, you beat him by three points. Three points. You beat him by three. So, I I, I might not be one guy on a Buffalo anymore because you should have beat, well, for, well, the weather was bad, but you should have beat him by more than that. It should not have come down to a game-winning drive that you had the Patriots had, and it took a great defensive play for Buffalo to sneak out a win and move to six and two on the year. Um, so I, I'm not real thrilled about the Buffalo Bills right now either in the AFC East. Another takeaway: Dalvin Cook was out here doing work this week for four touchdowns against the Green Bay Packers. Kirk Cousins only had 100 yards, but you know what? 50 of them went to Dalvin Cook on a screen pass. Um, Dalvin Cook has seven career touchdowns or eight career touchdowns in five games against the Packers. Um, and, hey, another thing, the Packers defense. I I, I mean, really? I, I mean, seriously? Come on, guys. Uh, you got to be better. You just do. I mean, these guys, I mean, the people are running the ball all over the Green Bay Packers. They got some decent corners. I, I, I like I like their secondary, or like their corners, but I, I just uh, Aaron Rodgers is putting this team once again on his back, and uh, you got till what's well, one twenty right now, so you got to four o'clock to get him a receiver because that's what he needs. He needs a receiver. And the Green Bay will not give him a receiver just to further hack off Aaron Rodgers. So, not not real sure about uh, Green Bay right now. The Vikings probably should have two more wins than they actually do. So, maybe they're not as bad either. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
We'll see what happens with that division. Uh, because I think the Packers are going to win it. Because the I don't know what I don't know what's going on with the Bears. I I really don't. I don't know what's going on. The Lions can't be trusted because pencil man. Pencil man will come out here and beat one team one week and then lose by 20 to another team the next week. I have no idea what I'm going to get from the Detroit Lions on any given Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. Tampa Bay played yesterday, retook the touchdown lead. That defense is real, but boy, hey, hey, man, that. Whew, that, 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 that was a lot closer than I ever thought it was going to be. Give the Giants credit and give Joe Judge credit because they lost three games by three points. Three, three points. They lost to Dallas by three. Uh, they lost to Dallas by three on the final play. Um, they lost to the e- they lost to the Eagles, a game that they just gave gave that game away. They should have they should have beaten the Eagles. They certainly could have beaten the Cowboys, and they should and they probably could have probably weren't going to, but they could have beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. But uh, this Dan, Daniel Jones turns the ball over too much. This is a problem. Two just just unbelievably horrible interceptions on the part of Daniel Jones, trying to make a play where it's not there. And it's just like, what are you doing? I, I don't know what this guy's doing. Brady, let's just get to Tom here, my weekly raving of a 43-year-old man that shouldn't be doing what he's doing. And... um the guy's got 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. They have they have six wins, Tampa Bay does. They had seven total with Jameis Winston last year. They have six in eight games. Okay? Tom, Tom Brady has been remarkable for this team. He just has. I, 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 there's not a whole lot of ways I can say that. 20, 20 and four. You got the people want to play for him. The defense is real. This de- this defense is very very real. I like their defense, but uh, the 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 Gi- the Giants received Slayton had his way with Jamel Dean, so it's a little it, it's it's something to be concerned about, especially if New Orleans next week if they get uh, Michael Thomas back, and I have no idea if this guy's going to play. But if if any time would be a great time for Michael Thomas to get on the field, it would be Sunday night against the against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we'll just have to wait and see for Thursday's show on uh, what happens from that standpoint. Uh, good win for Tampa, though. Good win. It's six and two on the year. Good win for them. Eagles Cowboys played last week. Here here's here's the thing. Um, look. I mean, what 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 do you want me to say? The Cowboys off the Cowboys have no offense. They have no quarterback. They have no quarterback. They have three great receivers. They have two running backs. Schultz is a decent tight end, but they have no offensive line, and and they have no quarterback. They're not going any damn place. They're not going anywhere. That's the point. The, you know, like this is very simple to me. They lost Dak Prescott. Their season went down the train and down the two. It's very simple. Now to their to, to their credit, that defense showed up to more, more than I ever thought they would. That defense was all over the place. They were knocking that, but they were knocking Wentz all over the field. I mean, they, I mean, the first sack. I mean, I, that Wilson Wilson almost decapitated him. I mean, he ran, 
Boy, he ran through Carson like he wasn't even there. And Carson Wentz is not some small person either. I So, yeah, you know, the Cowboys offense was what it was. There's nothing to write home about. Danucci was just as awful as everyone thought he was going to be. But he passed for more yards than Carson Wentz, who for me, I, 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 I don't get it. I, I don't know what's up with this guy this year. He has got 16 turnovers. Least the lead. More than Kirk Cousins. Hey, the only team with more turnovers than Carson Wentz by itself is the Dallas Cowboys. That's awful. And he's the number two overall pick stuck in Philadelphia for $110 million guaranteed dollars at least for two more years. That is what you're going to get. And you got Jalen Rager back. You got Boston Scott. You got this Fulgham guy who I like. I mean, you got you got some of your offensive line. You had a quality offense. You score 15 points. You score 15 points on the league's worst defense. 15 points. Carson Wentz. I, I need some. I need an explanation as to why you only score 15 points on a team that's averaging giving up 38 points. What was it? Was it about 36 or was it 36 points a game? Something like that. I think the Cowboys were get, giving up 36, 37 points a game. Just horrible. But they, they held Carson Wentz to 15 points. That defense deserves a lot of credit. Demarcus Lawrence siding was great. He was all over the place. Alden Smith was all over the place. Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, all over the place. I love this Trayvon Diggs. I love him. He does a lot of things that I that, that Cowboys corners previous did not do. The, the chief among which is when the ball's thrown his way, when the quarterback throws in the ball, he catches it. That's that's the first thing. Now he's got to learn with these bigger receivers. He's a rookie. Um, you don't give DK, you don't give Travis Fulgham, you don't give all these big guys a free release off the line because he got burnt twice. Those are the only two plays Carson Wentz made the entire day. And, maybe, and that touchdown to Rager, I mean, it, you know, he – it was a good play. He was open. So, you know, just a good all-around good job by the Cowboys defense, really. Um, but I, I'm not impressed with the Eagles in any way, shape, or form. The only thing they do well, um, the, the only thing they do well is uh, a rush the passer and play, and play defense in the front four. That's the only thing the Eagles do. Um, and as much as I want to cross the Cowboys off, because they're going to lose this week, they'll be 2-7. and seven. The Eagles have... At Giants, Seattle on a Monday night. At New Orleans, at Green Bay, at Arizona, at Dallas. I mean, I mean, are we are we are we certain that the Eagles are are any good? Are we certain that they're going to win something? Because I'm not. That's the state of the NFC East, in my opinion. Okay, a um, couple more takeaways. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, was great. He got his second win of the year. Beat the Titans, thirty-one to thirty-one to twenty. I mean, really good, really good job by Joe Burrow, who I who we love on this show. Um, so a, re- a really impressive win for him. Um, Patrick Mahomes, um, the guy, the guy's the best quarterback in football to me. Uh, but you know, he threw five touchdowns. The Chiefs beat the Jets. What, whatever they covered. Uh, they won what they won what 36 to 9. Think they I think they covered the 19 and a half, I think. Or 
or thir- or is it thir- 35? Yeah, no, they co- they covered the yeah they covered the 20. Yeah, so they they won by 26 as a 20 point favorite. So I found <laughs> so I found that cool. Uh, Patrick Mahomes five touchdowns, 416 yards. I mean the guy is just phenomenal. So it's 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 just par for the course for the Chiefs. Seven and one on the year. Looks like they're they're going to be right in the thick of it. But uh, I'm looking at Pittsburgh and Kansas City in the championship game. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic football game if we can get that. <clears throat> and you know, one of my final takeaways for Week Eight, uh, man. What else can I what else can I say about week eight? I mean, that, that that's really it, honestly. I just I found we had a good slate of games. I you know, just just a spirit crushing loss for the Patriots. I mean, you know, you know, the Eagles didn't look great. I mean, the Cowboys had a shot to 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 make the game interesting. And you know, if they had a competent quarterback, that game would have been interesting. Steelers, Ravens is what everybody thought they would be. Um I think, think we're good on uh, week eight uh, in the NFL. I think week nine coming up on Thursday. <clears throat> Saints Bucks. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what else we're going to talk about. We're talking about Steelers and Cowboys. That is the national TV four o'clock game on CBS. Um, we got Packers and 49ers. Uh, I, I was interested in this game. And then, uh, Jimmy G and George Kittle are out. And let's be honest, Jimmy G wasn't doing a whole heck of a lot as a starting quarterback anyway. I don't think he's very good. He he, he, had, he hadn't been playing well. And poor George Kittle signed his contract, and year one of the contract, he can't stay on the field. I think he's going to be out for the year uh, with a broken foot. Uh, so we wish him a speedy recovery. A couple other games on the list, Seahawks and Buffalo play this weekend that's going to be a very interesting game uh the chargers and the vegas raiders vegas comes up with a huge win in cleveland bad temperatures cold windy uh they come up with the win last week and the chargers simply put my god the chargers just give give they they just love giving games away that this is unbelievable they gave another game away to the Chargers uh, to to the broncos this week it's just unbelievable. They could have four. They could have three more wins than they actually do if they could close any close game they ever play, but they can't. Also, next week, uh, also on Thursday, we're going to talk about Tua Time taking on Kyler Murray in the desert on CBS next weekend. So uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, that'll be all for me. Once again, find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your audio uh, for absolutely free. My name is Quinn McKenzie. And, folks, it is November 3rd, 2020. It is Election Day. Get out there and vote if you haven't. But until then, until Thursday night, I'm Quinn McKenzie. Like, subscribe, and rate the show on uh, the platforms I listed below. And have a great weekend. Stay safe.